Hi everyone, welcome back to the Ask Mike show. Mike here, and I'm joined with Jean, who is an Instagram influencer, travel influencer, and he also helps people grow their Instagram. So from start to finish, he helps people get to a million followers plus, and he practices what he preaches as well. So Jean, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Mike, for having me here. And it's my pleasure, you know, to, to spend my time with you and, you know, uh, potentially helping your audience understand more about how Instagram works. Uh, but again, my, my main goal, my, my idea is that people understand this uh, and, and uh, they make their own viewpoint on how it works without being inflected by, by other people's opinions in which most times they're biased or they're just, you know, repurposed uh, content from, from the internet. Uh, but as you know, like much, much, much of the advice that you can find online it's either BS or it's just, you know, overpriced paid for content that you could have found for free or, or you know, because that's the thing. All, all that I've made, um, all that I've achieved on Instagram was either free or asking friends or, um, you know, just asking mentors to coach me. Um, yes, I have paid for courses uh, since the beginning, but I didn't do it to learn. I just didn't understand my competitors. And, uh, uh, you know, there's two ways. Uh, for one, I'm, I'm glad that I did because I know how they work. But for second, I wasted a lot of money because I, 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 I saw that the courses are all shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's like when you, when you buy your competitor's product just to see that yours is better. <laughs> so I know. Um, yeah, but yeah. Um, so I, I, all I want for your audience to understand is that everything that I have achieved, uh, you know, can be learned by trial and error. So you know, because there's many instances in which people, they don't want to pay for a product. They don't want to pay for coaching. And what I don't understand is that some of the advice that you give them is free, but what you are, uh, you're selling them is the time saving from them avoiding the same mistakes that took you years and years to learn. So that's, that's the instances in which you are hiring a coach and you're paying, you know, 300 to 500 to $3,000 an hour for his time because he's going to save you so much time. And that's the only one thing that you cannot get back. You know, you can get your money back. You can make your money again. Um, but the only time is that that's what you're paying an expert for. So that it doesn't take you the same five, 10 years it took him uh, or her to, to, to achieve the same results as, as, as they did. So um, in that sense, then it's okay to pay a, a, for a coach or a consultant. Uh, in other instances, you know, paying for courses, most of them are BS. Um, it's funny, but the, the entrepreneur industry is based so that if it doesn't work, it's because you didn't put in the effort. You'll, you'll notice that in many, many entrepreneurs, uh, you know, uh, discloses as, 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 you know, like, like their terms. Like, at the end of the day, this is not get rich quick uh, scheme. And if you don't put in the effort, that's on you. That's, that's just entrepreneur's way of framing it so that if you want to charge back or you want to refund, your own mind is framed against you so that you think, wait, maybe it's, maybe it wasn't a bad course. Maybe it's just me that I didn't really put in time. But that's just because the entrepreneurs made you think that way. So, you know, I'm just cutting all that BS aside, you know. <laughs> yeah. If a client pays me, for example, everything that happens is it, it's it's half their, their responsibility, but the other half is mine. Until now, it, it's all on you. Um, let, let me give you an example. Um, if a client pays me to build them an account, two hundred thousand followers, I can deliver them, deliver the numbers. But this, but after a month, if they say, "Hey, I, I'm not converting," I say, "Hey, you paid me for traffic. You didn't pay me to to make you sales." 
And there's many other things that are beside my own business, which is um, you, built a bit, you built a website, you built a product, you built a checkout page. I wasn't involved in any of that. How can I be made responsible for things that I, I didn't even touch, right? Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I get this all the time with clients. Hey, how can I make sure this happens or it doesn't happen? I said, my only role in your business is to bring you traffic. Everything else that you do from there on, if you pay me for that, then it, it's my responsibility. If you don't pay me for that, then you cannot blame me for it. But, but when, when they do, I assume all responsibility, you know, yeah. including my clients. Yeah, of course. It's, um, it's definitely a minefield as well, especially in, in the social media landscape and a lot of what comes with being a travel influencer. A lot of people want it. It's a desirable thing. A lot of people dream of traveling the world and all those things. A lot, a lot of people tend to think it's like a, a glitz and glamour kind of thing. Yeah. And everyone wants it, you know, you're, you're traveling, you're flying, you're on boats, it's amazing, right? And everyone's like, oh, I wish I could do that. But yeah. is that what actually happens? Is that what the life is actually like or not? So what's, what really goes on? Um, obviously, it's a beautiful life. And, uh, you know, it's something that I would encourage everybody to do. But again, I'm just going to be upfront. Not everybody it's made to, you know, to, 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 to actually have this happening. Uh, you know, not everybody can be travel influencers. Otherwise, the virtue of that skill would be lost, right? Mm. It's just supply and demand. If everybody were travel influencers, then nobody would be a travel influencer at the same time. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so by me saying that is, honestly, most people don't even have a chance. When, 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 when I have clients, and I'm not pitching this to anybody, but when I have clients that ask me, hey, can, you, can I, you coach me to be a travel influencer? I will get on a call with them, obviously paid for because it's, it's my own time. And after the call, I'll tell them, look, you don't have material to become an influencer. No matter how much you pay me, no matter how many calls we do. And it happens because of many reasons. Either they're uncoachable or they don't have the resources or they have a wife and three kids and two dogs and i know that they will not be able to commit not because they don't want to but because i'm seeing the logistics and they just won't yeah. um so in, in many sense in many instances i'm just upfront with people and said hey this is not for you i'm sorry i said no 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 but i want to try i'll tell you twice as much i say i don't care about this um i'm doing this because i want you to be successful but i'm not gonna waste my time on somebody that i know they want and it's not your fault. It's, it's, it's the fault of the lifestyle that you have built. And in some instances in people's lives, it's already too late. I'm sorry, but, but it is. Let me give you an example. What if a guy, a 75-year-old guy came, came to you? Uh, for example, you told me like before we, we started recording, you're, you're, you were a personal coach or a fitness coach, right? Um, what if a 75-year-old guy says, hey, I want to run a marathon. And he has two artificial knees. And he says, I don't care how much it costs me. I want to do it. And he said, I'm sorry. It's physically impossible for you already. I'm sorry. It, it's, it's the end of the day. I can help you run a faster time in, in your life than the previous time. I can coach you to become healthier or to run a little faster. But some goals are too high for some people. And they must understand that. Otherwise, they're going to just inflict themselves some pain. You're going to kill them. Or you're going to run out of their money. There's many entrepreneurs that will happily take some people's money and say, hey, I'm sorry, it, it was your fault, but I'm not like that because 
I know that word of mouth is super important in this, in this industry and I know people don't care, but I do care. And if I have a client that doesn't like a, a result, I know that they will remember it forever. So if I know I cannot deliver something to a client, I'll just, you know, I'll just, you know, say politely, I'm sorry. Um, you know, if you don't like it, then I can recommend it to, a, to an associate or, or somebody else. But me personally, I don't take business or clients that I, I know I cannot, uh, you know, deliver, including brands. I have a lot of brands that pay me, hey, I'll pay you $1,000 if you promote my yogurt. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not into the yogurt business. Please keep your $1,000. Or I will happily uh, do another kind of partnership with you, which may be including, uh, I'll find floating influencers for you and then you can give me a cut of your budget and then I find you the right influencer. But as me being the right influencer for your product or the right coach for, for your business, yeah. if I know that I'm not the right guy, I'll just say it on front. So this is a job based of integrity, um, which, uh, you know, many people don't have. Uh, to relate to your question, I've even had hotels and tourism boards that I have rejected because I told them I don't align with their beliefs. Um, I've, 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 I've been contacted by hotels that I simply don't like. And I yeah, tell them, hey, I don't, I don't like your hotel. I'm sorry. I don't care if it's free. I, I have 1.3 million followers, so I don't work free anymore. If a hotel tells me, hey, I'll give you an influencer discount. Yeah, blocked. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll give you three nights for free. Blocked. I don't do it for free anymore. Um, but it, it's just because I have scaled up. Yeah. Um, my, 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 my travel influencer career has had three, uh, you know, three stages. Me paying for things to happen. Me breaking even for things to happen. And the third is people paying me for things to happen. So the first two don't work for me anymore. Uh, and that's just because I have a huge you know, influence on people. Uh, but again, travel influencers need to, to understand that they will go through these three stages and they just cannot skip steps at all. Um, you can't just build a page and start charging hotels to, 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 you know, to, to, to do campaigns or contribution to them. It, everybody has to go through these the three steps. You first have to put in money. You have to get position. You have to get known out there. You live until a hotel, hey, can I pay you the, 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 the full price of a night plus something extra, but I want it to cater me more properly. I, I want, um, you know, I just want the extra thing so that I can show them on my videos. So if you're paying a hotel extra and you explain to them, that's fine. That's, that's stage one. You have to pay to be part of this. Um, but you're not paying for courses. You're not paying for anything. If, uh, let's say you're, you're somebody, you, Mike, you, you want to get started on this. You say, hey, I have $1,000. How do I get started? You say, well, there's two options. Either you pay for a shitty course that will not give you anything, or you spend $1,000 on a good trip and a stabilizer for your camera, and that's going to help you a lot more. And, you know, I don't mind if we do, like, a consultation call or anything just to give you the ideas. Um, but in most, most instances, most courses... And this is, this is uh, something that I have read both from courses that I personally purchased with my own card and also courses from my friends that were like, oh man, I'm bad. I, I should have spent this thousand dollars better or something. Most entrepreneur courses will tell you after the end of the course, they'll tell you, hey, the secret is to buy a big account and leverage it. Like, well, right. I just paid a thousand dollars for somebody to tell me that there is no secret. <laughs> the second thing is there is many courses that will tell you, hey, there is no secret. Just buy shadows and invest in ads. Well, no shit. Uh, again, you're paying you're paying a thousand dollars for somebody to tell you something that was already obvious. Um, and uh, the third one is techniques, which um, you know I'm just gonna save you a thousand dollars and say 
if you want to grow an account, just network with a lot of people and jump into groups and network with each other and like each other's comments and posts and everything. So it's just a circle of breaking the algorithm by helping each other, you know, engage. That's all the secret there is. There is no other secrets. Uh, top of that, some really good content. You're good to go for the stuff you like. You don't need anything. I just saved you a thousand dollars. Um, so no need to pay anything for any secrets. There is no secrets at all. Um, there is black hat techniques, which I'm just going to, call out on so that you don't do the mistake of doing them. Um, don't do follow and follow because follow and follow is super bad, super tedious. It's just gonna run you out. Uh, it's a waste of time and resources and you're just gonna get your account blocked and you're, you're gonna get a lot of followers as a result of that, but you're not gonna get engagement for those followers because they didn't follow you, follow you because they like you. They follow you as a commitment. So don't do that at all. Uh, the second thing I don't, I don't recommend, is don't automate your account, don't auto post, uh, don't auto comment, don't auto like, don't, don't put your account on any of those shitty you know, uh, websites that say, hey, we'll automate your account 24 seven and you'll get you know, 1,000 or 5,000 targeted followers a month. They work, but at the risk of getting your account blocked. So right. that's why me saying they don't work in the end. So don't, don't even try because you will get banned at the end of the day. Um, my, my, my own brother, he got his account banned. He, he doesn't run Instagram professionally. He just doesn't have time. Um, but he did, and he, he amassed like three, maybe 10,000 followers. And he, was, he wasn't auto-commenting. He was just auto-posting because he didn't time to, to, to auto-post. And two months later, he got blocked from Instagram. So just, just for posting, imagine that. He wasn't doing anything bad. So again... The reason why Instagram and Facebook is shutting you off of this is because they want you to be organic and do everything with your thumbs. So don't do anything that doesn't resemble your human behavior with your phone. So that's, that's it, pretty. Uh, the third thing is don't automate your story viewing. Don't automate uh, your likes. Don't automate um, you know, following people because there is, there is manual follow and follow, then there is automated follow and follow. None of them I would recommend. Um, in, 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 a, in a short sentence, everything that you can do automated, do manually, period. That's how you're gonna save a lot of money and resources and your account is gonna be safe. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's like the three things that I'm gonna save you from shitty courses that will tell you either way. And even yeah. then in some courses, you're paying a thousand dollars for somebody to tell you to follow and follow. So yeah. don't, don't, don't do that. And another thing, and this is just so I can save you even more money, is before you buy any course, maybe you're like, hey, Jean, but I really want to spend money on a course and you won't change my mind. Okay. Just make sure to research the influencer who made that course so that you know he has a credential, he or she has a credentials, uh, and you know they have you know, the, 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 the a proven meta of, 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 of how they, they achieve something. But if you ask most influencers, and I'm not talking about Instagram, I'm talking about maybe in a, you know, sales, bookings, clients, case studies, results, if they cannot provide them, then you shouldn't even buy a course. But in the travel sense, if you're buying a course on how to become a travel influencer, you should know that the person who sells you the idea on becoming one achieved them themselves. So yeah. just make sure that they did, just make sure that you know, they didn't, they're not gonna sell you some shitty service, they're not just gonna tell you at the end of the course, hey, just buy an account and continue from there. Because I can tell you there's at least 
five people that I know, <laughs> including friends. I don't mind anymore. I don't mind really. I'm just tired of people making money off of other people. Um, selling courses on how to become influencers when they they are influencers. They just bought their accounts. Yeah, they just bought their accounts. So if you're going to buy a course on how to find the perfect Instagram account so you can buy it, then that's the right course for you. But if you're buying a course on how to become an influencer from a guy that didn't create his own account, then you're gonna run into issues. So I'm sorry to my friends who listen to this and say, oh my God, he's talking about me. I don't care anymore. I, I don't care anymore, you know? People are selling a lot of fake shit on Instagram. And the customers, the people who are spending their hard-earned cash on this, is most times victims who are desperate to making a second source of income, who are, you know, cleaning toilets at bus stations or they're waiting on restaurants. Um, it's, it's people that don't, I mean, not, not that anybody deserves to be scammed, but, but you know, I think the, the, the people who are the most, uh, you know, they come for, from, you know, from poor families, I think those are the worst people to scam because they, they really had such a hard time amassing your $500 to afford your course so that you would sell them a fake, you know, pipe dream. So at the end of the day, it's terrible to scam people with fake courses. Um, but the, the thing that bothers me the most is people who are grabbing other people's case results on their behalf. They say, hey, this is my account. When it's not their account, you know, either way. I've got many entrepreneurs use my account as a fake case study. And I'm just going to put this up front. I'm the only person who's ever managed my account explorer. I'm the only person ever. Nobody else has even had the privilege of owning it or uh, having even remote access to it as an editor, nothing at all. So again, if you're going to buy a course, just make sure, oh, okay, he says he's, he's run this account. Let's see. Let's, let's DM the account and ask the owner, hey, is it true that this guy worked with you? So do your research, you know? Um, that's the number one thing. And I'm just, I'm, I know that this is way off topic from the question that you originally asked. It's okay. <laughs> but I know that people are tuning in because they want to learn how to become travel influencers. So the first thing I'm telling them is how not to become travel influencers, how not to, sp to spend that first initial, you know, hundred or thousand or thirty thousand dollars that they have on the wrong things that will not take them anywhere. So again, Let's say you're, you're little Joey and you say, hey, John, I have $1,000. What can I do to get started? Get on a trip. Do the mistakes that I did. That's the best thing you can do. Um, book a nice hotel. Yes, nicer hotels build, uh, go for better content. That's, that's totally natural. So build a nice uh, relationship with a hotel. Tell them, hey, I'm an upcoming travel influencer. Maybe can you do me a discounted rate? I just want to stay in your hotel and shoot some content. You know, I'm just trying to build a name out of myself. Most of always say, hey, I'll just give you an influencer discount, an influencer rate. And sometimes that is 10, 15, 20, 25% off. Just because you say, hey, I'm an influencer. Sometimes they won't even ask you for proof of an influencer. They then ask you, hey, we only give influencer rates to people with 50,000 followers and, and, and up. Some hotels do, some hotels won't even care. But it doesn't hurt you to ask. So that's how you would spend your first thousand dollars on becoming a travel influencer. Just go into a hotel, Nice hotel, you know, book your room, uh, bring your friends with you, tell them to, to help to shoot content. Maybe it's you holding the camera, uh, you know, ca capturing your friend. Maybe it's your friend and you tell them, hey, can you capture a video of me walking to the pool? You know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's very tough to do it by your own, but you can do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And if you have good looking friends, <laughs> even better for you. Um, <laughs> you. You don't even have to be good looking. You just find a good looking friend or a spouse or a couple, whatever it is. Um, that's how you would spend your first, you know, couple hundred, couple thousand dollars by doing it yourself, not by getting coaching, not by buying accounts. Um, and let me explain why. You can get on a thousand dollar call with me. I don't care. I don't mind. Hey, it's a thousand dollars for me. But is it going to help you? Um, it's like degrees. It's like college degrees nowadays. You know, you're paying for a lot of years worth of study and theory. But once you go into the streets and you're like, oh my God, I have a really nice diploma, but this is the first time I've been out of college. <laughs> how, how does the real world work? You know? Yeah. So it's just what I'm trying to say. Um, Field work outvalues any theory work, any theory work, any time of day. Yeah, you can couple them to have even better, you know, chances for sure. But if you can only have a hundred, a thousand, first invest in invest in your own uh, field, invest in your own trial and error. Say, okay, um, I have an iPhone. Most people have iPhones or a good phone, so they don't even need anything else. Yeah. Um, a DJI uh, stabilizer for your iPhone costs a hundred dollars. A hundred. I mean, even if you wait tables at a restaurant, I'm sure that from two, three days of, of you know saving tips from your customers, you can buy that. So you don't need to spend a thousand. And um, maybe you say, well, I don't want to pay for an expensive hotel room right now. Just, then just go to the park, or well. <laughs> debatably you know during quarantine but you know just go to nice places um and shoot content and just walk down the hill and say hey this is a really nice place not all travel influencing uh happens within a physical location like like a, like a hotel just go hike a mountain or you don't even need to be near people during quarantine you, you know go down, down to the beach or something um yeah most most travel influencers including me you know, my, my most viral videos haven't even been on, on, in hotels. They've been hiking down a mountain or going to the beach. Uh, again, yes, it's a game of numbers. The more you have to invest, obviously, the more chances you'll have. Um, a guy that has bought 10 courses will most likely have a better chance than a guy that bought nothing because at least he will have an understanding, a broader understanding. A guy with a nicer drone or a nicer phone... Uh, you know, we'll have more chances. A guy who can pay for an editor. Um, this is upfront. More by you having more money, automatically becomes that you have more chances. I, I know that's unfair, but that's life. Hey, that's life. You know. Yeah. Um, but I'm telling you the secrets to 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 overcome that. If you're not rich yet, or if a hotel is still not paying you five hundred dollars for you to to, to go and shoot, uh, you know, with them. Um, you know, get into the market of buying a used drone. And you, can, you, you don't even need a $5,000 drone. You can buy a $300 brand new drone that, you know, you're not shooting for, 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 for 4K can video. You, you, you only need, you need is, is, you know, 1080p for, for Instagram and maybe YouTube. So the, there is these things. Um, I, I don't remember the, the, the psychology term of it, which is like, People say, okay, I have the best phone. Oh, I have the best camera. I have the best iPad. I have the best everything. And it's very short, uh, like uh, rushes of, of uh, God, I forgot the name of this hormone. It's, uh, it's not adrenaline. 
it, it's it's the, the make you happy hormone i don't remember but it's dopamine, like is it dopamine or, yes yeah. it's dopamine yeah but it, it, it's short-term hormonal effects on you making you feel better about something that you haven't accomplished um this is huge in the motivational uh business now grant cardone many of these huge people will sell you courses on how to make sales and they keep you hooked up because you're buying more and more and more and you know it's like when you finish up a book you're pumped and you say oh wow, man, i want i want to kill things and you're, you have an adrenaline a dopamine rush because you finished the book not because you actually made a sale so just don't fall into the mistake of oh i bought the nicest camera for my travel influencer career that doesn't make shit about your no. business having the best camera doesn't make shit you know um Another thing is, oh, I have my first 10,000 followers. That doesn't make shit either. If you're not selling, if you're not uh, booking hotels, if hotels aren't looking uh, back at you. Um, I have friends with a million followers on Instagram say, hey, I've never been on vacation. Like, <laughs> you a million followers, that don't mean shit. Um, so again, don't fall into the mistake of amassing things, thinking that you're making, you're achieving something. Don't fall into the fake mistake of that, you know, that many people will solve you upon, you know? Yes, you need 10,000 followers so that you, you, you can start your influencer career. That's bullshit. Don't, don't you know, you, you can't start your influencer career unless you have this $5,000 camera. That's bullshit. I know influencers that don't even own a camera. So it's a combination of trial and error and understanding your own things and spending on money on you, not on other people's courses. And, uh, you know, just, just learning all by yourself. So buy, buy a decent phone. You don't need the most expensive phone. Um, go to the park, ask uh, one of your close friends, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm starting my career. I know it's going to suck at the beginning. Uh, I need you to be patient with me because we're going to redo the same video a hundred times. Are, are, you, are you willing to help me? That's, that's fine. Even professional YouTubers, like I have friends that repeat the same video 50 times. Of course, you only see the end card and you think the guy's perfect, but nobody's perfect. Um, I probably, no, I can tell that I've had, I've had more failing clients than successful clients. But it's my responsibility. And at the end of the day, I helped them or I refunded them or I, I, you know, I, I somehow fixed it. But just because I'm showing you my success or my successful clients doesn't mean that I, I was born like that or that every single time I'm successful at something that, 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 that just doesn't happen. Uh, even in, in my own business, you know, I even have hotels that, that, that reject me. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's totally normal. So people just have to understand this. Um, take away the, the perfectionist person inside you and, and, and just understand in advance. Not everybody's gonna like your content. No matter how good or successful or good looking you are, some hotels will simply not work with influencers. You say, hey, but I'm different. They don't work with influencers, period. It's like if you ask Rolex, you say, well, I'm the greatest guy on YouTube, I have 10 million followers. They're Rolex. They don't work with influencers, period. Period. You know, there is nothing you can do about it. Um, have, you, have you tried to uh, get involved with a company like Rolex and they've just turned you down? Um, Yes, I've worked with multiple companies in which um, they, they just don't want to pay for things because they, they want to see things as, as, uh, as um, you know, as freak changes of services, you know. I get to work for the company, they work, the company gets to get content from me. Uh, so it's like a clean exchange of, of things. Um, for instance, I've worked with brands like Lamborghini. 
I, I absolutely love them. But I'm just going to tell you, they are so high themselves, like here in their heads, that they don't think they owe people anything. I've worked with, with small brands, like super small car brands, and they go, you know, a mile and above for you because they, they're, they're willing to spend more money on you because they know that your opinion is important. Um, and I love my friends from Lamborghini, but it's just true. They know they're a huge company. And uh, if you didn't exist, they would still be Lamborghini. So they, they don't really care too much. They're bigger than you at the end of the day. Um, I, I have, I've worked with companies in, 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 you know, from every corner of the earth and, and, and from, you know, from any kind of revenue, you know, super big companies, super small companies. Um, yes, there is difference in between how big a company is determining how much you're willing to, to spend on you or how much they trust you. Um, every, every company is different. But again, I've even had companies that, you know, have rejected me or said, hey, I don't need to work with you. Um, we grow organically or we don't do any marketing at all. Uh, one of those companies is Tesla. Tesla doesn't spend on influencers. Tesla doesn't spend on marketing at all. Right. Uh, not a single dollar. It's interesting. They're, they're, they're super smart. Um, I've actually worked with Tesla, but it was for free. Lots of free exchange of services. Um, we got to try one of their newer models, the P100X uh, Ludicrous, which is uh, one of the fastest cars in the world. It's faster than a Bugatti. It, yeah. were from, from zero to 60 miles an hour, meaning uh, zero to 100 kilometers an hour. Uh, in two seconds. <laughs> it's, right, wow. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, man. Um, <laughs> but, 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 but my story is um, they didn't pay me anything. Right. And, uh, and, and that, that's okay, you know. Um, companies, at the end of the day, they don't owe you anything. So, and and they, they, just because you're big or you have a million followers, it doesn't mean they're enforced to accept your business or your proposal. They can, at any given point, say no. So... The reason I'm telling you all this is because I want people to understand that no's are a big part of the business in any business, not just travel influencing. Uh, so you, you must either be prepared for that and build a thick skin for social media or just admit that it's not for you. Um, yeah. I've, had, I've had friends who, who have started said, hey, man, I don't think this is for me. People are complaining that my content isn't good. And I tell them, hey, I love you. You're my friend. <laughs> but your content is not good. They're right. Like, what do you mean? My content is good. I said, hey, it's for you as your own criteria because you don't have high standards. I'm sorry. So, well, how can I make it better? I said, well, um, get on a photography course. And they say, wait, um, you're telling me not to buy courses. And I say, no, 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 no. There is a huge difference in between you buying a photography course in which a photographer will actually go into their computers and show you how to edit a photo. They're not, making, they're not teaching how to make money with photography. They're teaching you to edit. They're teaching you a skill. Got it. Yeah, so it, it's very different um, to, to, to get into courses. Maybe, maybe if you're a travel influencer, I don't want to invest in a course. Get on a course on how to create a video. Get on a course on how to edit videos. And get into a color editing course. Um, maybe it's a, an Adobe Premiere Pro or Final Cut, whatever program you use for editing. Those are courses that are fine because they're not selling you the idea of making money. Yeah, you know, of course. This, yeah, yeah. You don't have expectations on making money out of this. You either learn or you don't learn how to edit. And those are skills that you will apply into your travel influencer career. Um, so the courses that I'm, 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 you know, I'm pro for are courses that teach you skills. The courses I don't like is courses that promise you how to make money <laughs> because yeah. it's, it's a different topic. Um, right, so you, you sort of, yeah. you go about the world then, whether it's flying, trains, you name it. 
and you carry your, your phone, maybe you have a drone depending on where you go, when oh, you've got the full sort of kit, I imagine, at, at yeah. your level, even though you could start off with your phone and get started that way and just go about it, you know, you can get started, right? Anyone can get started. Um, yeah. One of the things that sort of came up while you were sort of talking there was, does it feel like work? And I say that because lots of people enjoy what they do. I love what I do, but at the end of the day, you've got like work mode and then switch off mode. Do you have the same thing? Because traveling for a lot of people is switching off. It is a holiday. It is enjoying myself. It is having fun and all those things, but there's no, there's no attachment to will this make good pictures? Will this do good videos will this be good for xyz thing does it still yeah. feel like work for you or do you have moments when okay this week i'm gonna or like these couple of days i'm gonna be in work mode go to these places take these pictures do these videos stand here do that say this do that and then when i have another couple of days where i don't even touch my phone and i just enjoy where I am does it still feel like work do you have to organize your travel in that way to allow for the the fun side what, what, what's that like yeah um, here's the thing I, I just want to make sure there is people understand a difference in between having something feel as a job and enjoying your job at the end of the day it's, it's still your job if it it's, if it means that it's an incoming uh, you know amount of money to your pocket and it's gonna pay for your rent or your mortgage it's a job whether you want to admit it or not so I'm just gonna put this up front. Um, any marketer that is saying that they're gonna teach you the skills so you don't have to ever work again, that's bullshit again. Even if you paid me to, to help you build your traveling future career, it's still a job. If you fail to do the job, you're gonna get fired. Your boss is your audience. Everybody has a boss. Not even Bill Gates has a boss. Your boss is your audience, you know, a customer. Customer is always a boss. So yes, it feels as a job to me, of course, it's a more enjoyable job than most jobs, but it's still, um, it still feels as a job in a sense that when I go to the beach and I sell a nice hotel, I know that I can just lay down and drink a six pack of beers and call it a day. I have duties to, to, to do. If you're a child influencer and, and you don't want the commitment, then again, this is not for you. Um, but it, it's kind of the sense of, if you get there and you're in a content creation uh, you know, agreement, maybe you can finish up quicker and then enjoy the rest of the day at the beach. Then, yes, it, it kind of is like I finished my, my job side of things and now I can enjoy. But until then, a job is a job. I've had this instance in which I go to, to, to a hotel and you know, we go down to the breakfast area or to the, you know, Michelin awarded, you know, restaurant in, in, in the, the, the first floor. And they bring us tons of tons of food. Yes, it's, it's free food for us. Um, but you have a really nice dish in front of you and it's some really nice, uh, you know, plate with, with chicken or meat or whatever it is. And you can't touch it or eat it because you're supposed to take a photo of it first. So it still feels like a job because you can't enjoy it yet. So I'm, I'm still like, oh my God, that looks so delicious. I just, I, I want to get so done with this video so I can eat my, all my food. And I, I can't tell you how many times I have eaten uh, cold food. 
I was just thinking. <laughs> because I was yeah. just thinking, if he spends ten minutes or five minutes trying to take this picture, how how long does it take before like I don't know a hot macaroni and cheese? I don't even know if you like it, but a hot macaroni <laughs> and cheese turns into cold macaroni and cheese because someone knocked me elbow or the angle wasn't right and I can't get the lighting right or the the phone moved or whatever it is. And you sit there and you, I, I imagine, <laughs> I just having this picture. Like an yeah. image in my head. If you've got the phone over the food, you've got a fork in one hand, you're having a bite every time the case the pictures, and you are actually eating while you're taking the pictures. It's a weird. <laughs> as soon as you said cold food, I was thinking, that makes perfect sense. It happens to me as well, and I don't even do it full time like <laughs> yeah. you. So it's like, oh my God, it's crazy. Well, yeah, no, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's. <laughs> Me yeah, That's really funny. Let, 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 let me give you uh, two examples. Go for it. If I want to travel and truly enjoy and relax, I will pay for my own trip and I will not let anybody be my boss. But if it's my job, it's going to be a 50-50 mix of enjoying but also committing to my duties. Again, I'm much, I would much rather sit on a beach and having to make videos for me and my girlfriend for a hotel than being the accountant for a super large company and having to fire people and do a shitty job, I'll take that any day. But don't, I don't want people to fall into the mistake that being a travel influencer means that they will be able to relax. Mm. It doesn't mean that they will be able to slack. That doesn't mean at all what encompasses this business. It's all the opposite. You have to give your 200%. Um, in most hotels, I... I have to even wake up at 6 a.m. To, to, to prepare the cameras and to shower really quick and to tidy up the room or to ask the, the, you know, the, the hotel staff to help me reorder the room as, as it was supposed to look at the beginning because I'm gonna shoot a video at 7 a.m. right when the, um, the, the sunrise is coming through the window. Yeah. And people think like, oh my God, this looks so beautiful. Yeah, but you don't know everything that happened behind the, you know, the camera. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't know my... my, my, my you know, my, my baggy eyes just from, from going to sleep super late ed editing the previous night and waking up super early the, the, the next day. So it's fun. I love what I do, but it's still a job. Now, let me just tell you this. You have to enjoy it. You don't have to just sort of go for, oh, yeah, I was at a five-star hotel for free or, yeah, um, this is my job. If you don't enjoy it, you're going to fail either way. Even if, even if you feel or you don't feel like it is a job, you're going to fail if you don't like it. Some people hate um, having cameras near them. I've had, as I said in the past, uh, at the beginning of the call, I've had relationships that haven't endured me because they were like, hey, we're supposed to be on vacation. I tell them, no, I brought you in with me. When I'm not here on vacation, I have duties. Because I, I brought, you know, girlfriends and friends and people with me on free play. Hey, I'm, I'm getting to this hotel. You want to come with me? You're coming with me to enjoy the perks, but you're coming for yourself. I'm going for myself. So, and I've had, you know, instances and, hey, uh, you can start eating, but I cannot start eating until I take this picture. Um, that, that's just one side of things. Then the other side of things is, you know, people asking you like, hey, are you famous? Why are you taking these pictures? Hey, who do you work for? Hey, hey what, what, what TV show do you shoot film for? You know, this, these questions. Hey, can I get your autograph? Hey, I've seen your account. Hey, can I jump on your live? Um, so there's a lot of things that go, go you know, side to side with this. Um, yeah. 
and you know it happens all the time i've got so many instances so many instances in which somebody knows me and they say hey can i buy you a drink can you can you help me with my instagram they're like no <laughs> you, 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 you can buy me a drink but first of all i don't drink alcohol second un unless it's it's for business you know if, if a beer company pays me to, to shoot video for their their brand then i will but i don't drink alcohol out of fun because i don't i don't see the benefit in it um again if it's paid for them then i will but uh in, in in most instances you know people always try to squeeze out the free advice from me and it's just so painstaking um so i i would resume that into three things that you should either be prepared or not to you need to build thick skin because people will criticize you the way second you will have difficult days from these maybe your camera broke maybe you were supposed to shoot outdoors and it's raining and you cannot do anything and all you want to do is hit the hotel pool but you still need to shoot the video the tour guide of of, of the the hotel uh and you say oh man this is so difficult i thought it would be easier i thought i was here to relax so just don't jump into this because you um because you're trying to find more free time for you to relax. Yes, relaxing is, is part of the things that you will get after you get the job done. And, um, you know, the, the third thing is you have to be used to people asking you a lot of questions, and, and many of them pertaining Instagram. So this doesn't make any of this easy at all. Again, I would take this any other day from any different job, but it doesn't mean that I'm living the lavish luxury life that everybody thinks. Yes, I, I've got my perks, but it doesn't mean that my life is easier than anybody else's. Um, let me give another example. When you go for a trip with your couple, with your spouse, all you do is carry your own bag and her bag or his bag, and, and you know it's all the two of you or the three of you, and, and that's it. You enjoy, you sleep, and you take a photo for yourself, not for everybody else. When I travel, I carry my bag, I carry uh, my photo insurance uh, you know, tag, I carry a, a 25 kilo bag with camera gear on top of my regular gear. My, my girlfriend carries another bag of camera gear with me. Um, and my hotel room looks, one, one side of it is the pre-really arranged, you know, heart-shaped bed with, with roses on top. And the other half is lamps and cables and cameras and all that shit that nobody likes. <laughs> so again, the results you're, you're seeing from my work is the beautiful side of things. But if I can show you the, the, the rear, you know, the behind the scenes, you'll see like, oh my God, it actually takes effort to, to do what he does or, he, or she does. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's like models, you know, they're thin and they look good, but they don't know the, the painstaking diets and, and exercises they do. So don't think it's easy. Um, again, yes, there is perks of it, but you know, don't, don't think that it's easy at all. When you're out in say the the public should we say right when you're in like public setting whether it's near the pool or the beach or maybe you go to like a a water park it's kind of similar right so there's people around all the time and all that sort of thing and you or you're at a hotel or that do the do these sort of organized things for you to make things easier for you? But I, I have this image, right? If you go into the pool at a hotel 
and you've got to, you know, if you go with friends, you've got to get in the pool first so they can record and picture or video or whatever it is, and then they come in after you, or the other way around where you've got to tell people, hang on, let me just do this video, and then we can, I can just imagine there's so much like logistically and communicationally just yeah. be, and, and you're only trying to get into the pool you're only trying to to do this thing but because you've got to organize your friends family maybe the public have you ever, ever had to do that is that something that the hotel does is that something you've had to organize like what's what's that like when you're having to do the videos because pictures is a bit easier i imagine pictures being easier with a video where you've got like you're in the public eye, you might even be out because you get asked questions all the time. No. How do you navigate that? How do you organize that? Because you know, I've I've done videos before, I've took pictures before, and I go, Oh, there's a person in the way, right? Mm. And that will <laughs> affect the picture and all those things. But I, I post it because it's not my job, right? Yeah. It's a bit different for yourself, right? So how yeah. do you organize that? Because the pictures have to be good still. So you can't just sort of sit there and go, the bad one will do. You've got to sort of make sure that there's an element of it has to be good as well. How do you go about that? Yeah, well, that's the first thing that separates a good travel influencer from the others. The one that says, I didn't like this 1%. We're doing everything until it's perfect. That's the 1% difference. Um, and again, if, if somebody else doesn't understand, or the hotel says, no, 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 this was already too much, please, just, let's just have it done like that. Then, you know, then, then the hotel isn't too committed or the person helping you. Um, but I'm just gonna break down your question in, in, into two side of things. First one is logistics, the arrangement that you had with the hotel. If you have more person to help you with, uh, you know, grabbing cameras, if the hotel staff is willing to help you, whatever you have arranged. Um, the, the second is the content. Hotels want you to shoot content uh, for them for two reasons. Either it's because it's going to be stock content for their website, in which most cases it should be content without people. If you go to a, a hotel, you'll see photos of rooms, of, of, of their private beach, of, of their, their, their lounge bars. Most things are without people because of the psychology of it, right? Without people, it just looks bigger. It looks more um, uh, like privileged, like, yeah. you know, scars. Um, but it's the opposite for social media. The psychology of it works, uh, uh, you know, in, in opposite ways. In social media, if you shoot a hotel and, and there's not people, then people think like, maybe it's a bad hotel. Nobody's there. <laughs> so, so, That's a good point. Yeah. It, it's all, I, I actually studied uh, sociology, so all this helps a lot. Um, Content, I'm not saying one is better than the other. It's just one is better than the other depending on the outcome. Cool. So, so uh, there's no one answer to your question. It depends on what the hotel wants. If a hotel tells me, hey, I want this really nice video for social media, many times I'll say, a hotel will say, hey, I'll open the pool 6 a.m. just for you. The regular pool open, uh, opens at 7 a.m., but I'll give you one hour ahead of time so that you can shoot content before anybody else. I'll say, no, no, no. I, I need people to be there because it's for social media. Now, if they say, hey, this is a video for our website, then I'll say, okay, then don't open it at seven, open it at nine, say there's, uh, there's maintenance going, something, um, and give me a head start of two hours without people, close it down or put like some signs in there, say some maintenance or the floor is wet, <laughs> something that people don't want to go, go, go into. 
but again, it, it depends on the outcome. Doesn't there's no single answer to that. Awesome. Now, um, the more people you have, the better logistics. Um, <laughs> you know the sad story of the photographer is that the photographer is never in the in the photos. <laughs> it's always behind the camera. So in many of my videos, it's I don't travel because uh, you know. It's, it's me the one taking it and i've got so many friends complain hey why is your face not in your photos and i say well, who do you think took the photos so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it, it just happens many times um it, it's 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 difficult you know because me being a good photographer and i know what people want it's difficult for me to find other photographers who can understand my game and say hey i need you to take this really picture this really good picture of me and then i go like Oh, it's, it's just like 95% good. I wish, and I said, no, 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 let, let me take one of yours and then you replicate what I did so you can see what I, I want. So it, it, it's difficult. I'm just gonna put this up front. Being a professional content creator for YouTube, for websites, for TV, doesn't equal that you have the eye for Instagram. Instagram is a whole different game. The layout is different. The, the, the um, psychology is different because of what I explained. Um, if you have noticed, the most successful uh, travel content, and if, if your audience wants to annotate this, this is very important, the most successful travel content is the one that shows people, as I said, but also the ones that shows couples, a man and a woman. Um, because the goal of social media, the goal of traveling social media is that you inspire people into thinking that they should be the ones in that photo. Mm. If you show a beach, of, of course, size matters and I'm, I'm speaking about the size of people in in in, in, in the content um if you have say I, I know that people will not be able to see this on video but let's say if you have a photo and the person occupies 80 percent of the photo it's not a travel photo it's it's a it's a model photo because the main subject is a person if you want good travel content make the travel meaning the background the layering travel should be the main thing and the person should be just a tiny subject just for a, a, a sense of scale in in a, in a in a nice picture of a beach you want a person to be a small layer of of the whole thing of the whole image you don't want a person to occupy the whole screen not even one third of the screen they should be small because when they're small then your the psychology works better you make people because you cannot see the face. Why do you think mannequins don't have faces when you go to a store? Because you focus on the clothes, right? You focus on the clothes, and if it doesn't have a face, you can, psychologically speaking, imagine yourself being there. But if you have a face there, like, oh no, that can't be me because it's clearly somebody else. I know it's stupid, but it's fucking psychology. It's how psychology works. So yeah. in travel, it works the same. Again, the, the second tip of that, travel content works better if a person is facing away again because you don't want to see their face you, you only can see their backs because you want to imagine yourself being the person daydreaming looking at the landscape looking at the sunset it's not a person it's not an influencer it's you when i post that let, let me just want a, a quick example i know people are not going to be able to see this but at least if, if you can see my point and, and you know i want to feel better about this um People don't want to see other people's faces in the travel industry. If, if it's in a different niche, then maybe. In the travel industry, they don't want to see faces. They want to see silhouettes of people so that they can embody the content. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. So yeah. You want your followers to embody the situation that is happening so that you can sell them on the idea 
of, of them being there. In, in, in the travel niche, uh, and if we can just take a really quick uh, subject on how to make money with this, is, uh, you know, there's multiple ways. There's people selling presets, there's people influencing other people on selling them, the idea of being an influencer. So courses, co coaching, consulting, um, you can also make money with hotels, asking for hotels to pay you for, for visiting them. That's, that's one of the things. The other thing is that um, the main thing that you're selling, and there is no money involved, but you are selling the idea of people going there. You want them to visit them. You want to elicit them the need to visit a place. That's your main goal as a travel influencer, even if there's no money involved. Mm -hmm. Again, you are influencing people on how to make travel decisions. That's the most basic, uh, uh, how can I say, it? the explanation of what it means. Um, the, the, you know, the, the very definition of it. <clears throat> so, um, the way you sell the idea is by making them embody the content themselves. So, uh, if you have the opportunity to practice with content, again, this is all for free. Try to get a model or try to get somebody to shoot you and then you become the model and you occupy only a small space in the content facing back so that people don't see your face and you have to be, uh, you, you are the mannequin, you are the silhouette, right? You are your model, whoever it is. And you are the person influencing by saying, hey, you literally should be that person in there. That's how good, you know, travel influences you know is so that, that works for photos that works for videos that's 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 the main secret behind travel content you know because people will say i don't understand why my travel picture is, is bad there's a lot of colors and it's a really nice hotel and it's a really nice chick but um again with the niche you just have to make sure you stay within the niche if you're a travel photographer but all you have is you know is, is naked or bikini girls in in, in bathtubs in the hotels you're not too much about travel. You're more about selling other ideas. And that's fine. But you're in for the wrong reasons. So either you change your niche or you correct things or so you really fall into your niche. So the niches that fall like closely, you know, tied up into travel are luxury, are, um, are, are actually modeling and people. And, um, yeah, you know, well, there's there's multiple other instances. There's architecture because when you travel, you have to shoot something, and there there's a nature and wildlife niche. Uh, all of these are really tied to travel, and and it's okay to sometimes fall out of the usual travel and say, hey, today I'm gonna take a really good picture of a beach. Maybe it's a model there. That's fine. But if you start doing that every single day, you're automatically a different niche. Um, oh, yeah. If, if 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 a luxury brand pays me to shoot, you know, a, a gold, you know, rich band on me, I can only do one or two until I start being recognized as a luxury influencer, and then I fall into a completely different category. So again, um, people just need to understand. This is one one really other you know piece of advice that I can give people. If you're into the travel niche, stick to the fucking travel niche. Don't do anything. <laughs> Don't, if you want to have a second account for the pictures that don't fit your travel niche, but you still want to post them on Instagram, then open a second account. And, and for example, say me, Explorer. I have my really good travel photos, but I have a lot of good content that I can, photo, I can post in there because it doesn't fit. I can open a second account and call it Explorer BTS, Explorer Behind the Scenes. 
and I can show people who are really interested in seeing how it happens, go into my second page and seeing the, the backside of things, and that's fine. If you have time to put in two accounts rather than one, which I don't recommend because people can't even deal with one. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, keep, keep your travel niche clean. Um, again, if you're gonna post photos of food, just make sure you don't do all food because again, you're gonna fall into a different category. Um, I know people say, hey, I'm a travel influencer, but I have really good pictures of my family in there. Well, I'm sorry, do you wanna be successful or not? Get rid of your picture with your family. This is a business, it's your business account. Your Instagram is your new business card. Whether you wanna front it or not. If you're fronted right now, you're gonna have a five-year advantage to people that don't wanna see it right now. Your Instagram is your new business card. Not you for, for a person, but for you for anything, for a business, for a person, for an influencer, for a politician. When politicians give you know, status updates on campaigns and projects they do, they post it on social media. Your Instagram, or for that matter, your social media is your new business card. And it's better, you don't have to print it anymore. If you wanna show it to somebody, just give them your social media links, um, your URLs, and you're good to go. But again, if you're gonna treat something as a business, then really properly think of it as a business and delete or archive all the content that doesn't really respect that business, all the pictures of your cat, all the pictures of your coffee, all the pictures of your family, of your pets, your last Christmas, everything goes away into a different account. But if you don't, I promise you, you will fail. Because I know that you aren't taking it seriously. So this is another piece of advice. Uh, you know, just to resume it, Keep everything professional within your niche. Stay within your niche. Even if it's a paid ad, hey, somebody pays you $10,000 to post yogurt, you will have to say no. I'm sorry, you'll have to say no. It's a good $10,000, but it's not your niche. And uh, I think it's by, by accepting that money, you know, there's something called integrity. If you accept that money, you may be shutting down on future opportunities of a bigger company that's gonna pay you 10 times more. Say, so, oh my God, this guy worked with yogurt. Now maybe he's not that, that you know, he doesn't have too much integrity either way. So again, money comes and goes. Don't go for quick money. Don't post stupid ads or diet pill ads or anything like that um, because people notice, people will remember. So I, I even did it. So before anybody calls me, hey, you did it. Yes, I did it. <laughs> yes, guess what? That's how I learned. That's what took me to what I am right now to be sitting here and talking to you right now. I did point. it. I, I paid the mistakes and I'm here telling you that. But again, I'm telling you upfront not to do them because you're gonna waste uh, time and, and, and you know years of time or money with me. I mean, like, like I did, I, I lost tens of thousands of followers by doing that because I didn't know better, it was years ago. So, you know, it, it happens. But my point is keep things professional and I promise you, you will, you know, you will get paid big money after a while. Um, so just play with something called integrity and apply it to every sense of your business and, and Think of integrity in, in any question you have. Hey, I'm, I'm supposed to shoot this video for this hotel. I only have uh, three days left. Mm, I'm, I'm gonna chill for the, next, for the first two days. I'm, I'll just live for the, for the last day. Then use integrity say, is that good or bad? What if the last day it rains and I end up not doing anything? What if my camera breaks tomorrow and I ended up not doing anything? Integrity tied with common sense, applying to everything in life and you're gonna be good to go, seriously. So again, uh, let me give another stupid example. Say, um, hey, I have, I'm, 
I, I got an, a partnership with this really good hotel and I promised them five posts um, and then you only do three and they say, oh, you know, maybe that's fine. It's, it's three, it's better than nothing. The hotel remembers. Mm-hmm. And it's a small circle. Cool. If they don't deliver, they'll, they'll remember. Again, just play with integrity. Uh, don't, don't do anything. I mean, don't, uh, don't avoid doing anything just because you think somebody will not care. As long as one person recurs, uh, one person remembers, uh, you're screwed. So don't do it. Again, everything with integrity because this is a small circle. And as you scale up and you go to live events and, and, and uh, expos, oh, there's a guy that did that. I promise you that happens. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure I, you I, know. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, it's very interesting when you bring up things like taking it seriously you've got your duties as an influencer you've got responsibilities you've got things that you have to adhere to and then you've got your own your own standards you've got your i've got to take good pictures i've got to record good videos it was good when you brought up that the hotel might actually help you logistically to make sure that you do a good job because the idea which i'm sure you'll probably definitely agree is the whole point is to benefit the company is to benefit the hotel is to benefit the the brand or the business that are hiring you essentially to draw drive traffic to them so they're kind of siphoning your audience your traffic over to that brand that hotel that company to you know help them envisage doing the same thing that you're doing to want to do it as well. And that's Mm -hmm. what it's all about. So it's good when you have that. It's good when you've got your own like personal integrity, your own personal code, if you will, I like to call it a code, your own personal code. The hotel want you to do a good job. The companies want you to do a good job. So if you're saying, right, well, I'm doing content for their website, this is what works best. The hotel will go, okay, well, in order to do that, we need to give you two hours on, on our like private beach before we open it out to the public. Are you okay with that, Jan? And you go, yeah, I'm happy to do that. That's not a problem at all. This is what I need. Do I have to do that? Do you have anyone that can help? Or is it sort of all on, on me? So you have to communicate it and organize it and do a whole bunch of stuff because you've got to meet your own expectations, your own standards, because you know what works for your account. And the hotel will have an idea inside their own heads of, this is what we think, but we're getting this guy in. He knows what he's doing. Maybe we should listen to him, right? It's his account at the end of the day. He knows what works. I'm assuming you've got like tons of insights on what pictures work, what pictures don't, when do I post, when do I not post? All those things all wrap up into, well, should we work together on this then? And a lot of them will just say, yeah, a lot of them will just say, well, we're getting you in. We want you involved and all those things. And I think that a lot of people don't, they don't know. They don't know what goes on. Like you said, right at the beginning where people don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Yes. You've got your luxury hotel. Yes. You've got your free food, but that's with the expectation of you're taking pictures of this for us. You're doing videos of this for us that's why we're giving it to you for that purpose. It's not for your free breakfast. It's so you can help us. That's what you're getting in return for the service that you provide, right? So there's a definite, there's a definite sense that I get from you that yeah. 
that's what it's like. It is like a job. It is serious. There are moments of bit of a fun, bit of a mess around. Maybe you have a bit of a laugh and it messes up one of the pictures. Whatever it is, there's a whole whole host of stuff that goes into it. And I imagine things go wrong. Things don't work out, as you said. You took deals that you didn't really want to do, but ended up being a mistake and all those things and you had to build it back up again and all that sort of stuff so one of the things that I just want to say before I ask the next question is I'm actually quite glad that that's the case because in the back of my mind I was thinking I really hope he doesn't just mess around in hotels and the pictures just so happen to look good because they're taken at the perfect moments and he does literally just go to hotels and flies planes and does all the crazy stuff that I've seen that you do. And I was kind of hoping that there was more to it. There was a piece of me that was like, please let it be a bit more serious than that. Come on, come on. You're asking him questions. I don't want the interview to last like two minutes because he says, I just mess about online, Mike, and it just so happens to work. It's good that you've got the sense of serious. I've got my own integrity. I've got this, I've got that. This has to happen. This has to happen. This must happen. If this doesn't happen, then I've got this. Things break. I have to buy new stuff. There's a whole system that you've created or that you feel should be created for yeah. people that want to do this and take it seriously. So I'm making, I'm looking down because I made loads of notes, right? Yeah. I'm making loads of notes of this because I think more than anything, behind the scenes of someone that just travels yeah, and then someone that does it as a job it's their profession it's what they're best at it's good to see that there is a distinction as well because i can go on holiday and i can have fun take a few pictures and it all works out fine for me yeah. then someone that does it as a job is this whole new ceiling of i'm not going to go on holiday and carry a drone with me that i might use once or twice i'm mm-hmm. not, not going to do that that's not my thing Mm. But someone goes, well, I'm going here, I'm going there, I've got to organize where I'm going to go while I'm on this paid holiday. And I'm going to have to figure out, can I go there? Can I not go there? I mean, you're not, you're not going to like ruin your holiday because you've not thought it through, right? You're not going to ruin yeah. the whole experience because you've not actually planned. So it's good that you've got that. Again, I'm going to repeat it, but I was praying for this. I was praying that there was more to it because I didn't want I didn't want to sit down and you go yeah yeah I just I just take pictures well let, let, let me ask you this did you have these thoughts and these these hopes because you also can can relate to me that the industry is really that fucked up that that you don't know whom you'll be <laughs> talking to and, and and you're hoping that the person doesn't uh, how how should we call this in in a some somewhat polite way informationally scam you with, with fake ideas? Is, is, is that why? Because you've also seen this happening to you or, or to somebody else? Well, I mean, it's... I have seen people drastically, right? Their amount of posting goes up when they are on holiday. <laughs> yeah. And then when they're sort of general day-to-day around the house, working from the office, going to the park and all that stuff, 
they very rarely post that. It's pictures of their food. It's things with their kids. It's a bit more random. And then when they're on holiday, it's, oh my God, look how amazing it is. And I think mm-hmm. that that's, that's something that I've noticed. There are people mm-hmm. that do travel quite a bit, whether it's through their job, whether they're travel agents, they work on like planes, you know, air hostesses, that kind of thing. So you get a yeah. certain amount of travel privileges because of their job and you know, all that stuff right that's fine yeah. I've, got, I've got no i've got no reservations for that but there yeah. are people out there that will go on like as i said before we were recording like three holidays a year but take yeah. so many pictures so yeah. many videos that they have enough for an entire year yeah and while <laughs> i'm but while, while i do some of my content pre-done as, as always, yeah. you know, we can't, can't be live all the time. Yeah. But there are people that have these travel accounts whereby they don't really live the same life that you do. They yeah. don't live the same way. They don't have the one-man production team. They don't have the, the sort of professional relationship with their brands and their hotels. I saw your Lamborghini video. It was pretty cool. It was well done. It was well produced and you did a good job. Some of it, I, well, I thought, is he using a drone for that? He must be using a drone. There's no way he's doing it that well, just using it. <laughs> so so there, was, there was a real sense of like, because I, I knew a bit about what the industry is like. I was able to see it through that lens a little bit, but it mm-hmm. was really well done. You know, the pictures, you. the videos, the way you sort of handled the car was like... I don't know. It wasn't flimsy. You know, like I get into a car, my feet are everywhere. I don't know where I'm going because I don't drive that often. So it's like, ugh, okay, everything was all over the place. Mm. But when you did it, it was like you knew what you were doing. So there was a real sense of, yeah, it was like a commercial almost, but mm. you are just you in the commercial. Like you're not a professional driver. I don't know. You might be a professional driver. You're not a professional driver and this, that, the other thing, but it was well done at the same time. So I think that, your ability to do that is because you've got the integrity and you do take it seriously and you've got a real sense of this is what I do. This is how I spend my time. I'm not going to half do it. I'm not going to pretend that it's easy because we've gone through Mm. the whole interview talking about what actually goes on, what actually happens. It's not messing around. You do take it seriously and I think a lot of people do need to hear this because right at the beginning, I said, this is a dream for a lot of people. And there's a part of me, I'm sure there's probably a part of it for you as well, because you have mentioned it, whereby this very chat might put people off. Yeah. This very chat might actually put, oh, I've got to do that. And I've got to do that. And oh my God, I've got to figure that out. And I've got to you know, ruin the holiday. I'm not going to do it anymore. There's a part yeah. of me that's actually sat down now thinking, I'm kind of glad because if you don't do it well, you probably won't be invited back by the hotel as well. So there's- Yeah, and, and the other thing is, I don't want somebody to waste their time on something that it might not be for them. Because you might say, I have a thousand dollars. My option A is to become a travel influencer. My option B is to become a carpenter, carpenter and buy some tools and machinery. I'm going to say, based on my understanding of you, I'm just going to say that maybe you should go for your other option because 
You don't want to put in the effort for, for option A, which is traveling. So I'm just trying to save people money and time and things that they don't matter because you know they may be wasting five years uh, and you know half a million dollars if they have the budget and, and they wrongfully spend on it. Um, I'm just wanna, I just want to save people time and uh, you know just telling them upfront because as I said, it, this is a job that many people can do, but most people cannot do because they jump in for the wrong reasons. They jump in without any backup. Um, I can't tell you how many dozens of dozens of friends I know started their travel influencer career by quitting their job first. And uh, here, here's the thing: that, that that's a good thing on, on the entrepreneurial side of things because if you don't have an option B to rely on, you're kind of more enforced to succeed. That's that's, that's one thing. But the other thing is, if you don't, you're gonna feel uh, so bad. Are you gonna have, you're not gonna have money for rent and then you're gonna go back to your previous job either way. So my advice for people is take it with a grain of salt and do it on small steps. Don't just say, hey, hey wife, I sold house. Uh, we have to move out now. Uh, we're gonna be traveling for the next six months. Uh, I bought a nice camera, I hope it goes well. If not, then we'll go back with, with, with my parents. Um, oh, can you imagine that face? Can you imagine? <laughs> I've bought a nice camera and um, we're living in the caravan. Yeah? We're living yeah. in the caravan? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. But it's a weird scenario. Yeah, I know, I know a lot of people that do it. And that's why I'm telling you, um, I wouldn't jump into big conclusions, spending big money, maybe even moving to a different country that has more beautiful places because let's let's... Let's be honest, some, some places are, are beautiful than others. Um, I wouldn't do any drastic changes until I can prove myself or my spouse or to whomever I need to justify my, my, my decisions. Hey, look, here's, here's money, here's results, here's clients, here's podcasts, here's things. I think I'm getting somewhere. Let's improve. Let's move here. Let's quit our jobs and do this full time. You can't, I mean, you can maybe 1% of people will achieve this, but most people can't succeed on their travel influencer careers, even from the first six months, and making a full-time income from it, just from it alone. If you can, well, you have a spouse that will have you as a back, will, will back you up on something if it goes wrong, then you should really marry that person because they're, they're <laughs> you know, they, they love you that much. Yeah. But if you don't have any backup resources, I wouldn't, trust you to, 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 to do this because you're going to get so frustrated and then you're going to blame on other people after you fail um, again because you're doing it for the money. And you can, you can say, please hire me. I need the money. I quit my job so I can start doing this. It's not hotel's fault, right? No, no, that's a so, good point. Yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to Instagram and you mentioned things like automating your accounts, you know, all that sort of stuff to try to grow your Instagrams to sort of take a bit of a, a sidestep because this is where this is where you managed to make it work. You know, yeah. Instagram was your thing. You've not, you know, on Facebook to the same extent. You're not on, say, TikTok to the same level. Maybe you are, you yeah. know, maybe you post similar stuff over there. But Instagram's the one where things have taken off. Instagram's the one where you've built up the majority of, 
of your audience. So yeah. when it comes down <clears throat> to when you decided, okay, I want to help people with their Instagram, you mentioned, okay, we're not allowed to follow for unfollow, not allowed to auto post or comment or like. So don't automate the things that you would do with your thumbs, essentially. Yeah. What would be your sort of top three for growing? Let's just, because you sort of you help people grow it in, in the millions, if my memory serves me. To the first, say, because when you hit 10,000, Mm-hmm. from my own understanding is Instagram gives you certain privileges. So for what I know, you're allowed like swipe up functions on stories and things of that nature once you get to a certain point. So yeah. do you have anything that you, so this could be a moment where you again hit people with the truth about what it's yeah. actually like to grow your accounts, but what would be your top three where you say, okay, I want to get to a point whereby A, I get a bit more functionality with the app and B, there's a level of, okay, maybe I can start monetizing from here. Yeah. Uh, Well, the first thing is the only real advantage uh, into having 10,000 followers uh, as a minimum, as a a good first milestone, you know, taking small steps is uh, first of all, as you said, you know, you have the swipe up link availability. That's the only thing Instagram is. The second thing is marketing companies and potential clients are going to like that number. There is no other perks. And, and the reason why companies seek to have 10,000 followers or brands or, or influencers is because you go from the, uh, you know, to, from the usual four digits, you know, nine, 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 to finally having a K on your profile, 10K, 11K, 900K, whatever K it is, then the M in millions, and hopefully in a couple of years, we'll see the first B, you know, from billion. Uh, <laughs> ho- hopefully we'll see Ariana Grande with a B from billion. Uh, hey, you never know. Sometime, sometime. Um, man, I, I can't wait to see who's the first Instagram billionaire, like in, in, in terms of how many followers they have. Yeah, uh, but it'd be I mean, interesting. <laughs> I think Instagram has like 350 million. So obviously oh. they, they should be the first ones to, to achieve that, obviously. Yeah. Um, now, the first thing I can recommend you, and you can apply this into any business, not just Instagram, find out who your competitor is, get a list of three to five, and make sure they're your competitors for the right reasons. Don't just say, well, I like their, I, 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 I should do better than them. That doesn't mean that you're a competitor. Your competitor means by somebody making the amount of money that you want to make money, that you want to be making by sometime. That's your competitor. Your competitor is the guy who's making the kind of content that you want to be making. That's your competitor. Your competitor is the one who has the amount of followers that you want to be having by, by that time. Those three are, are by definition your competitors. Not the guy you hate, not the guy with the fake course, not, not the guy that you think deserves less than you or that you deserve, you deserve that you think you deserve more than them. That, those are not your competitors. Don't, don't mistake uh, jealousy or other kinds of, 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 of you know, bad feelings for a competition. Your competitors are the people who are making more money than you, better content than you, or having more followers than you. Um, obviously, organically speak, you know, followers, not just big mm-hmm. followers. Now, um, have a list of three to five of them and analyze the shit out of them. Analyze everything they're doing. I swear, if you do this for free, you will get far, really far without having spent a cent on any kind of course. 
analyze everything or just become obsessed with them. Follow them from three accounts. Turn notifications so that every time they post, you're the first person to see and analyze what's happening. See, hmm, okay, they're growing. Uh, oh, they're getting five likes each hour. 20 likes each minute. Hmm, this is engagement. Oh, they're using these hashtags. I wonder why. And everything they do, analyze why and replicate on your account. Oh, this travel competitor is following um, the, this tourism board. Let's follow them as well. Let's see what happens. Do everything that you're doing. And by doing that, you're either going to learn it didn't work and you're going to at least, you know, it's like, like this guy, uh, who was it? Edison. Um, you know, the guy who stole the idea from the light bulb from, from Nikola Tesla. Mm. And uh, he, he claimed, because he stole it, you know, at the end of the day, he stole it and, and he just marketed it better. That's why he became more famous than, than Nikola Tesla. But he's, he's um, I don't like him at all. I hate that guy. I hate people that steal. <laughs> yeah. But he went down in history for doing some really good phrases and quotes that are still uh, resonate. And one of the quotes is, I not only learned how to create a light bulb, I learned a thousand, way, a thousand ways not to create a light bulb. So if you write a list of what your computers are doing and you have a thousand things that didn't work, that's still really good experience. Yeah. Even if you have a thousand ways of knowing what not to do and you have saved a lot of, of uh, you know, headaches. Again, that's what you would get a coach for. Your coach would tell you, oh, no, don't, don't follow this competitor because they're, they're running into this mistake. And if you copy it, you're only going to run into this mistake again. Again, that's what you hire coaches for. So you can save on time on mistakes. If you don't, I'm telling you the free way to do it. Learn what your competitors are doing. Copy everything they do. And if you see that three out of five competitors are doing this, and you see this constant in more for some reason. If somebody says on a course, hey, do this. But you see that your five most successful computers are not doing this, then don't do it. Because if they're not doing it, there's a reason why, right? Yeah. So again, it, I guess it's just common sense, but I'm just framing it and packaging it for you for you to understand. Um, so um, analyze what your computers are doing. That's, that's just the number one. Analyze and replicate. If it doesn't work, discard. If it works, repeat it. The second thing is approach those computers and ask them, literally ask them for, your, for their advice. Hey, I noticed you use this hashtag. Can I ask why? Yes, most times they will not reply. But this is a numbers game. If you ask a thousand people and one replies, that's already better than nothing. So, and I, and I know because that's how I started. I networked with hundreds of hundreds of accounts back then. And um, probably out of, 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 of those people who I messaged, only 15 got back to me. Then asked for money, five did it for free. Only three, three people's advice worked. So at the end of the day, I messaged 200 people and only three people helped me. And that's fine. I got started for free. And at first, one of those three people was like, mm, my secrets really work. I don't know if I want to share with you because then uh, you can replicate it and you will become my competitor. And I said, no, you will become my mentor. And my first thousand dollars that I make from, 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 from my own Instagram career, I'll pay you back. And I did. And in one of those instances, the guy said, I don't need your money. I'm glad I helped you. All, all you can do for me is give me like a, a, you know, a five-star review somewhere or bring me a client and I'll consider your debt as paid. Uh, do something back for me. But that's, that's how we used to do it in the beginning. I asked people for free. I have even helped people for free because, you know, 
some are 14 year old kids and I know they have a lot of potential. I don't have a lot of money to spend on them or time, but I say, oh, do this, come back to me in a month. Let me know if it works. Do this or message this guy or I won't tell you, hey, you're doing, uh, I don't tell you what to do. I just tell them, correct your hashtags. And they say, wait, what is wrong with them? I say, I can't give you all my time. I'm just telling you, check out your hashtags. There's something wrong, you know? But I'm still trying to help people every once in a while because I'll, that's also how I got started. Um, so again, advice number one, follow, replicate uh, your competitors. The second thing of, uh, of advice I can give is ask people for help. Literally ask people for help in your niche. If you are a travel influencer in South Africa, follow the, the most uh, influential travel influencer in South Africa and ask them, hey, can I literally carry your camera bags with you on your trip? I just want to learn. I don't need to get paid. In fact, I will pay you. Just let me come with you. I swear, if you're really that interested, you will ask. I've had people, rich people, asking me, hey, can I pay for your trip? I just want to come, out, come along with you and, and see how you do it. And sometimes I do. Sometimes I said, I'm sorry, this is a super private club and hotel and they only allowed me to bring even nobody. Sometimes it's just me and even my girlfriend. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, you know, ask. Again, you can save money on courses, but you, you still will need to invest in other things. Like I said, an stylist for your camera. If you want to edit videos, uh, you're, you're going to have to pay, maybe not a $2,000 computer, but maybe an iPhone app editing, an editing app that costs five bucks. You will still, you, if you're a travel influencer, if you ever want to be a travel influencer, and you want to make it without spending a dime, you, you most likely will fail either way, you know, because it's, it's also a numbers game and you still have to pay somebody for the benefit of, of speeding up the process, you know? It's like a VIP access. Um, and again, this isn't a sales pitch of anything. It's just that, yes, there's shortcuts. You can save money, of courses, and other things that will not give you a return on your investment. But there's other things that you cannot avoid spending them, in, including your trips. Sometimes a hotel will say, I'll give you seven nights for free. I'll pay you $500 on top of that. But you need to pay for your flight. So guess what? This is not something that people are looking not to spend something in. You know, this is not the right business for them. You will need to spend on, on your, own, your first trips. As I said, you'll, you'll need to pay for your first hotels. Um, I know many people, you know, like, like pro bono services. Hey, can I work on your Instagram account for free? I just need you as a case study. Yes. Yes. It works for the both of us. You know, like interns at hospitals. And then for free, they just need to experience and that's totally fine. It's the same thing here. And I don't think why should, why people should be ashamed of working for free if they're trying to get somewhere. I can't tell you how many Fortune 500 CEOs have done this for free at the beginning, you know? So again, this is something that you will need to lose the shame of asking because that's totally fine. You will need to pay for the expertise of someone, especially if you don't have five years of time to waste on doing true learners and learning all by yourself. So again, you know, just analyze your competitors. The second thing is ask people, even be willing to pay people for their advice, um, which includes, you know, spending maybe on a course on how to edit good content because that's a skill that will pay back. And uh, let's see, a third piece of advice is, um, well, if I could do some many other pieces of advice into that one, you know, just network with a lot of people and engage back with them and build your, your account on audience. Uh, but most importantly, be very consistent. Be very consistent in the sense that um, 
you're gonna have to post two to three times a day. Again, when I'm telling you that I have friends and dozens of friends with, with uh, examples, I'm not lying, this is what I do for a living. I know thousands of people in this business. And I know dozens of each of every example that I'm going to give you. I know dozens of people who have jumped into becoming travel influencers without having the time to become. And they said, hey, I paid for this course and the guy told me to automate my account. Like, no, you need to post manually. Well, I have five kids. Well, you will not succeed then because Instagram traces down on automation. So, but I don't want to post three times a day. So, well, then you will not be successful. Even to my own family, I tell them. And they, they don't live off on Instagram, so they don't really care. They'll say, okay, then I will not use Instagram. That's fine. But if you're in this business because you want to make money from Instagram in the long term, you know, six months, three years from now, you have to put in the time. There is no automation tool or app that will make the money for you. They will suck in the money from your pocket. And yes, you will automate and you'll commit to one, you know, pre-planned post per day, but that's only, only going to kill your engagement. You have to commit to everything. And by committing, I mean doing shit manually. When I get into the movies with my girlfriend, and I know it's a two hour long movie, I post during the initial credits. When I go into a flight, I post right, right before checking, before boarding, I mean. When I go uh, anywhere that I know my time will be busy for the next three hours, I make sure to post beforehand. And if I, don't, I know that I, it's a 10 hour long flight and I will not be able to post in 10 hours, then I say, okay, it fucking happens, I'm a human being. People will not see a post from me in 10 hours, that's fine. It doesn't, oh, no, you know, I'll just automate this one so that I can commit, fuck it. The audience needs to understand, as an influencer, you're not being paid on a schedule to be here. If you don't post a day, the audience must fucking understand it's not your, um, it's not your duty as an influencer to deliver to them. It's your duty to yourself to grow. But if you don't one day, that's fine. I'm not saying, hey, don't work every Sunday. You know, your family deserves time. Now, you will need to work on Sundays. You're an entrepreneur. You're trying to grow on Instagram. You're trying to be better than the other 600 million accounts. You need to work on Sundays so that you become automatically better than the others. It's okay to take a rest day maybe once every, every two weeks, maybe twice a month. But the mistake that people fall into is that they do a lot of cheat and rest days very often. So <laughs> consistency that. starts waking up. So, oh no, today I'm just going to be with my family today. You know what? My audience can't hold off until tomorrow. Well, not if you haven't posted already in two days in a row. Yeah. Your family needs to understand this is your business. Just like you're a doctor, Oh, this guy is dying, but my wife just served dinner. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it's your life. If you're passionate about it, you will find the time for it, period. If you don't know, maybe you don't really like it too much either and you shouldn't be in the business either way. Yeah, it's interesting that you, you bring that up because I think there are so many people that are trying to make it easier without... Yeah realizing that you're probably going to sacrifice the <clears throat> the actual results by making it easier like you mentioned yeah. like two to three times a day there are some people that struggle to post once a day and say well you've got th at least three times that to get the sort of results that that you talk about so i think that there's a lot to be said for that there's a lot to be said for okay well maybe you're just trying to make your life easier yeah. or 
at the same time, you're not going to get the results, which if you've not quite got it yet from listening to the whole show so far is it's the audience and the quality of the audience that makes your life easier. Because if you, if you think about it, I mean, I'm sure you probably be able to speak to this as well, that the companies that work with you have to get a benefit from working with you. Correct. So if, if no one, no one goes to a hotel after you've spent a week or two there posting, showing people that it's amazing and all that stuff. If that doesn't yield a, a return on their investment, they're probably not going to invite you back. They're probably yeah. not going to see a value in not just having you back yourself, but mm-hmm. other influencers, and they probably think, well, influence marketing doesn't work. Therefore, we're not going to do it ever again because it's not worked. You know, if yeah. you don't get enough people see your stuff or people take action on your stuff, yeah. then it's not going to work, is it? Yeah, you're right. I just want to make a quick difference in between influencer marketing and affiliate marketing because they are mistaken very, very often. Let me give you two examples. Sure. Uh, and this is, uh, I can't disclose names because I, I, I signed on NDA with a client, but a client came to me asking uh, to do a paid post on my account. He said, how many of, of these products will you sell? I said, first of all, I'm an influencer, not an affiliate marketer. I don't promise numbers. All I promise is statistics from my analytics. What you're paying for is 100,000 people to be reached through my content. If nobody buys, I don't care. My job is not to sell. My job is to influence. Again, because if nobody buys, the marketer, the company tells to blame it on you. They say, oh, your followers are fake. I said, well, did you notice that your website is shut down? Did you notice that uh, you don't have PayPal enabled? Did you notice that you don't offer people to pay for credit cards or maybe you're not offering installments or you know, paying in, in, um, in, in different methods? No, and it's not my fault, it's your fault. Again, uh, the, the, the example I gave at the beginning, uh, if somebody pays me for, for the full funnel process, then I'm responsible for the full funnel process. People are paying me for traffic, therefore I'm only promising traffic. Now, the difference is that if a company says, hey, I want to pay you this for you to sell thousands of these. Now, so I'll, I'll commit to selling thousands of these but you need to give me a bigger budget depending on the sale and the product and the copy because either it's easy or not depending on my audience and the kind of product. Um, that, that, that happens a lot with uh, local marketplaces. Uh, for example, I don't work too much with restaurants. Because first of all, I'm not a food uh, entrepreneur. Second of all, because my audience is worldwide. I have followers from over 200 countries. I, I pretty much have a follower from every country in the world, literally. So if a local restaurant comes to me, I said, hey, because I have 1.3 million, doesn't mean 1.3 million are gonna see your post, let alone come to here. I have followers from Senegal. Why should, why, why should he come to Mexico, right? Yeah, so, that's a good point. Yeah, so I don't deal or mess too much with that. I, I don't say no to the client. I still say, hey, give me a budget and then we'll do Facebook ads or Instagram ads, but I'll give you something that works for your business. I'm not gonna just take your money and say, hey, oh no, it's your fault because you didn't ask. No, 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 no. If, if, if they're really, you know, naive, and not naive, what's the other word? Uh, uh, like if they're, they're very, 
oh, fuck, I forget the word. Uh, let, let's just say they really want to work with you. I'm not going to say no either way because I have, I have a full agency. I have partners for that. If I cannot do it myself with my own account, I just go with a partner and say, hey, um, I have this company looking for a food influencer and you, my friend, you are the food influencer. They're paying this. Uh, I can refer them to you and you give me a 10, 15% cut of that and then you deliver. That's why I do, a, a, you know, I run a really clean business because whatever I cannot do myself, I have a partner for literally everything. First of all, out of integrity, because I know that I cannot deliver, I will refer to somebody who can. And at the same time, I make a cut for being the connection between them. So that's, that's, that's how I run an agency. Um, and it's a lot of passive income from that because I also don't have to do the job. I just connect the people. It's, 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 it's lovely. Yeah, uh, but, yeah but my, my point of all this, you know, is that with hotels, I don't promise them, I don't promise them bookings. I promise them traffic. Again, as I just explained why. Um, there's many instances into why. Maybe a hotel website is broken. They don't have to have beautiful pictures. And that's, you know, if a hotel comes to me and says, hey, Thank you for your business. We'll, we love having you here. Uh, we received your PDF, uh, uh, you know, uh, analysis with, with your campaign uh, saying you delivered this and that and that and that. And we still didn't get sales. And I'll say, okay, you can hire me separately as a consultant on why it didn't happen. And then we can analyze that. And I've had instances with many companies. I said, hmm, did you notice that your checkout page in your booking site has a really, really tiny button that nobody's looking at. <laughs> or maybe, maybe I'm just picking a hotel. Let, let's say it's a travel t-shirt. And I say, did you notice that your PayPal email is your own personal name and it doesn't look very professional? That's where my expertise in a whole different niche doesn't have anything to do with Instagram or even social media all comes into play. So again, that's why I'm a full service social media agency because I analyze everything. Um, I only mess with Instagram, social media wise, but I'm also like a funnel whole thing guy in every other sense. In the case a hotel wants to say, hey, I'll pay you a thousand dollars, but I want you to deliver this. And I'll say, let me analyze all your funnel and your strategy before I commit to something. And then we can discuss business. But with hotels and most companies, I just offer them, uh, you know, traffic because that's my sole uh, idea with Explorer. Yeah. And, uh, my influence is people commenting, people sharing, people saving, people liking. That's, that's my product, you know, that's, that's my, my delivery to companies. Um, even with, with companies, you know, I, I, I've had hotels who ask me, hey, how many followers do you think we'll get? I say, you're paying me for traffic, not for followers. You wanna pay for followers, then we can arrange a new contract and do a different thing. But don't mistake one, a project for another, one arrangement for the next. Um, when I pay for followers, that's fine. You can pay me for 10,000 followers and then I'll do unlimited posts until I reach you a thousand followers or 10,000 followers, but it's a different thing, you know, that you paying for traffic. And when hotels and I do partnerships or agreements, they're paying for three posts because I'm telling them each of my posts get a hundred thousand or 200,000 people. They know what they're getting for. If they don't reach a hundred thousand on one post, and I know I need to do a second one, that's fine. I will commit and I will deliver until I, I, they reach what's promised. Um, but that's, that's something that uh, travel influencers should really understand. Don't fall into the mistake of promising something that you don't know for sure. You know, make good contracts, make sure the client understands what they're signing up for. 
And hey, if you want to offer them something, I mean, if you want to promise them something, that's up to you. Just don't expect lawyers, you know, knocking on your door a month later. Be very transparent, upfront. Tell people what you do. Tell them, uh, I'm not an affiliate marketer. I'm not a growth expert. I'm a travel influencer offering you traffic from my posts to your Instagram or to your website or some clickable link that you sent me. Um, but again, you know, when you're a travel influencer, you're paying for it. When, when you're a travel influencer, a brand is paying you for uh, you know, the traffic, people commenting, people being active, people reciprocating and, and giving feedback on, on the hotel room. That's where you know you made it as an influencer, you know. When, when people are um, talking about, you know, what, what just happened. That, that's, that's the actual service. That makes perfect sense, actually, because it's good that you make the distinction between what you offer versus what you promise. And then you also say, well, that's not what you're getting. I just get you the, the likes and the, the clicks and all that stuff. I don't give you bookings or clients or whatever it happens to be so in mm -hmm. some ways it's good again because as you said some influencers will just promise something that they can't really be sure that they can deliver but yeah. they promise it because the brand has said that that's what they want and they go okay <laughs> and then they do it and they don't get the results that they're sort of promising so yeah again it's good that you've got that sense of that's not what i do that's not what i can give you so you're gonna have to change what you want <laughs> yeah. or or go about things in, in a different way in terms of like what you offer what you can give people what you can bring to the table all that sort of thing so yeah awesome it's been amazing to chat jan it's been um it's been amazing to sort of look under the hood if you will and you shed a lot i mean i know we're, yeah. we're, we're well over the the hour at this point so I'm very grateful that you've you've given the time to the show and the people that are tuning in. It's it's at Explorer. I'm also aware of at Incredible as well. So just before yeah. we sort of just before we round off, you can also share other ways people can connect with you as well. You have a bit of a how can I put it? A bit of a theory on why you use one word. Uh, handles. Am I right yeah. in saying that? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Uh, yeah, I just use them simply because they're more beautiful. They're easy to understand. Uh, but also, it gives you a slight advantage. I'm not going to lie. It gives you a huge advantage <laughs> with brands because brands see you as more professional when you have a better name. Imagine if, if I, I, I can probably tell you my name alone is if you want to call it a secret, although it's not a secret, again, it's just facts, it's common sense. Um, my one word name is much part of, of, of my success because a company, you know, won't say, oh yeah, I worked with Explorer 94. Who cares, who, who, who remembers that name? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, just, just remembering my, my last two digits of the, the year I was born. Like, and, and most people do that, you know, oh no, my name is taken on Instagram. I'll just add my, 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 my birth year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's fine. If you don't do it as a business, that's fine. Uh, but I also do a lot of branding for companies on the side. So I always encourage people to find the best name available for them. 
even if it costs them money, you know, like buying a .com or a website to your company, it always makes you look more professional. Uh, having a good payment email, a good PayPal uh, payment, something that looks professional. Imagine if, if I'm an explorer and you're a company hiring me, you know, I work with Lamborghini. I say, I'll pay you a thousand dollars if you visit me here and we do the live interview. I say, okay, my, my payment is uh, Jean94GhostFortnite uh, at Hotmail.com. You'll be like, wait a minute, this guy seems so serious. What's wrong with him? I swear to you, I can do 99% of things right properly. And this is another piece of advice for travel influencers. Get your branding right. Seriously, get your branding right. Even to, even to your fucking contact, PayPal, personal, press, shop, email, have everything separate. Have everything look professional because that's the that's a make or break between a really company paying or not paying. Because I'll go to the next guy, even if he has worse results, it's just because he seems a little more professional. Sorry. Um, so uh, my, my advice is that is find the best name possible. I know that good names are pretty much uh, you know, difficult to get nowadays, but it's still, you know, if, if, you, if you research, if you try to find the name, if you're trying to find the name owner that may be willing to sell the account name or something like that, again, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, don't, don't come back to me and say, I paid him $1,000 and he never gave me the money. Use common sense. See if the guy is serious. Do a contract. They allow you involved. Ask Instagram. I don't know. Um, there is no actual you know, step-to-step -step guide on how to obtain a name. It's just that the more paperwork you have, the more uh, resources and documents you have on, on, and you actually don't need a name, you can ask Instagram, say, I have this website, I've had this podcast, it's named exactly as after this Instagram account, and I've seen they haven't posted since 2013. Can I have a name, please? And maybe they will say yes. So just ask them. Um, but yes, it has a lot of perks to, to owning an OG name, uh, people will remember you for that. Again, it's your stage name, it's your, your artistic name. It's the name that people will remember you for. People will remember you more for more than Explorer, more than my actual name, and that's fine. I like I like my artistic name. Um, but yeah, that's that's my main emphasis. You know, if 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 I could put like a a, a pyramid of, of of things on how to achieve them, and what's the most difficult, I will tell you. Having good branding is more difficult than growing any audience. Any audience. I know a lot of accounts with over 1 million followers that have ugly names. They worked a lot on, on, on consistency and good content. Yes, that's why they have a million. But their branding is horrible. That's why they're not getting uh, projects signed with other big companies because their branding at the end of the day is what made the difference. I would rather have Explorer and have 30,000 followers. I have another account with a million that it wasn't called Explorer. So I only work with good names because I know they're in the long run. They're more difficult to get. Yes, the perks are much, much bigger. Awesome. Well, thanks for, for sharing that. I think, again, it just makes it, again, more professional. You take it seriously. You're not, you're not messing around. You know, and that's why you, you do what you do. That's why you've got to the, the space where you're at. So, again, it's been great to chat. It's been amazing to have you on. Um, aside from those two Instagram handles, which I'll share again, is Explorer and Incredible, where else can people find out about you? Uh, they can find me on, as Explorer everywhere. I'm Explorer on Facebook. 
Explorer on on TikTok, Explorer on uh, Telegram if, if they use it. So just the, the website name, you're like, you know, slash Explorer. I'm Explorer everywhere. Again, you know, branding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, awesome. Yeah. And uh, if anybody wants to shoot me an email, they can just shoot me at contact at explorerculture.com um, or just, you know, shoot me a DM to Explorer. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time and I look forward to keeping in touch. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mike. That is it. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Make sure you leave a review if you enjoyed it. Spread the word. Tell your friends. It was an amazing conversation all about being a travel influencer and growing your Instagram. Hopefully we'll see you at the next episode and I hope you have an amazing day.